Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Baby shark. Everyone's everyone's weekend is ruined. You just ruined everyone's weekend. Why would you do that to us? Mommy shark. Mommy shark. Okay, stop, 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 stop. Hello, tagalongs. Girl Scout cookies, is it? I got a box tagalong at my desk. Just one? Two boxes of Samoas. <laughs> Two of Samoas, one of tagalong. Anyway, welcome to sports. Podcast that ends with a question mark starts with the question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. And this is today's question. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. So I have a little game for you guys. I want you to all fantasy everything style draft things from your home state. Ooh. So, Katie, you've got to go Massachusetts. Ashley. That's the end of the voicemail. What? Yeah, he he cut off and did not call back. He did not. You're sure he did not call back? I'm I'm sure. He, he didn't know where we were from, and he, he was panicked. like, "Damn it, I shouldn't." <laughs> he was probably like, "The idea was self-explanatory. You didn't have to start going into details that you didn't have." Um. Okay, mystery caller. He did not leave a name. Uh, for the record, Ashley is from Pennsylvania. Philadelphia specifically, and Jay is from Missouri, St. Louis. Does it count where we were born or where we grew up? What? Home state. I feel no, like yeah, you're not going to draft things from Ohio. Okay. Oh, oh, what wow. a good friend. What a good friend. Mm, just flexing yeah, on him. Somebody's really been prepping did. for the drunk history of mm. her life. <laughs> just, <laughs> she doesn't need to prep. Yeah, just by nature point. of being around her and being obsessed with her all the time, constantly. <laughs> Steve, her actual husband, said to me the other day, like, nobody, you can beat me on a lot of things, Katie, but I don't think you could beat me on Ashley knowledge. And I'm like, actually, I'm pretty <laughs> confident that I could. I just, you know, I know things. Um, that's a very good idea. And thank you for the suggestion, anonymous person. Um, we usually in the second half of the podcast play a game, so I don't see why we don't why we don't just do that. There, there. that's a great idea. That wait, he just took something right off our plate. Thank you, guy. Thank you, man. <laughs> Thanks, Bud. Bud's a good one. Thanks, Way to go, Bud. Champ. Hey, boss. Good job, boss. <laughs> great suggestion. Uh, okay, so I guess we're not really going to answer this question right now, but we will answer it later. Yes. Great. Um, don't forget if you want to leave us a voicemail, you're back to it. But I that still, one was that still was good. Fine. That was fine. That's I also fine. think we should say like leave us a half a voicemail because he didn't <laughs> leave us a part of a voicemail. <laughs> leave us a partial voicemail. <laughs> uh, the number is eight six zero five zero six five five seven one. And now it's time for us to banter friendly oh, oh. to each other. Hello, hi. No, but that's not. Hello, hello. Oh wait, I moved friendly banter before the stuff. Let wait. I hate this part where I. Always- <laughs> I never know what order we're going in. Hi, friend. Hey, buddy. I have some things I want to get off my chest. Oh, let's hear them. I, so um, people already know this about me if you've been list consuming my content or whatever for a while. It's not a cool thing that I admit, but um, I used to, I really like Lego video games. Yes. I've played all of them mm-hmm. to 100% completion. Oh. Um, yeah. When I was unemployed, I like went back and found all the ones I hadn't played yet and like played the like I just they think they're fun, they're whatever, they're whatever. So a new one came out, which is usually very exciting for me. It's in my calendar. I put in my calendar when they're coming out. <laughs> and I I downloaded it and man, it sucks. What? I've never met a Lego video game I don't like, and this one sucks. Why? Um they've made they changed a lot of the like actual way you play the game. It's usually like break this thing and then the pieces of that thing you can use to build this other thing. And now it's like not that. You can only build things that you have instructed. It's really stupid. I can't even get into it without sounding like a total nerd. But they also like changed the way you get 
like achievements and there was really no story. It's just a bunch of little worlds and you can explore these open worlds. It's just like a completely different type of game. And they've been pretty formulaic with a couple changes throughout. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know, just really, I was really disappointed. And it feels a lot more like a children's game, which probably is because it probably is supposed to be. But I really enjoyed playing them in this one. I'm like, oh, this is for a kid. It's like walking me through exactly how to play the game instead of leaving any of it up to problem solving. Was it like marketed differently? No. It's uh, actually, so they did the Lego movie, the video game, and then this is Lego movie Two, the video game. So it was like a sequel to a game. It's just And the stupid. Lego movie one you liked, the yeah. first one. Yeah. That's a bummer. It's whatever. I just wanted to let people know that I'm bummed by it. And I know there's like three people out there that understand what I'm talking about, and most of them are probably children of people who listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. but it's just a bummer. It's a real bummer to not be able to, you know, I wrote it in my calendar. I was looking forward to this day. You, and so I'm a little sad this week. Do you want me to write a strongly worded letter? No, because I think that um, it's a, probably a video game for kids and it's good for them that they well, not get a video game. I don't know. Whatever. Kids can't play a lot of video games. There's a lot of violence. Yeah. No violence in this bad boy. Mm. But that's, you know, we'll, it's whatever. It's we'll not, find it's you fine. another one. Yeah. Or I'll just like replay the old one. <laughs> oh, there's also a, you can like, not your Fortnite, but you can play battle royale now to like win money they're having like a yeah i don't i'm not good at that i'm not good at it i know but you could practice i played it the other night duos i played it the other night (laughs) because i was bored with um with save the world i played battle royale and i was so bad and but i was thinking like man steve and i should really do this like i should from my house like steve should the only problem is if i'm hanging out with steve i'm like i want to be hanging out with you and we can't both play on his tv like at your house um this is such a pointless conversation. We can move on if you want. No, it's okay. I just I feel like if I represent you guys as a duo and you win, I get a cut and then we're all rich. We're not actually I really need you to understand we would never win any money. <laughs> like not even come let close. Me be your manager. Like let me just <laughs> let you know now you're getting in on the ground floor of a big flop. So let's not even try it. We're right. very bad. All right. Um does anyone else want to banter in a friendly manner or should we move on to pod and show business? Well, I do have an update. On, um, on what, Jay? Uh, it's a Whiskey Cavalier update. All right, listen. I get it. We're doing a bit where you want to do an update, just like Ashley does the Bachelor update, doodly do. Um, <laughs> we don't need a Whiskey Cavalier. You don't. You don't know yet because it's a new show, <sighs> and it's extremely, extremely good. Here's what we're gonna do, Jay. Here's what I'll allow. You can do a Whiskey Cavalier update every week, but it can only be one sentence. Okay, I'll take it. Okay, uh, and now it's time to go to Jay Wolf for your Whiskey Cavalier update. <laughs> <laughs> Whiskey Cavalier started this week, and let me tell you what, it was explosive. Thank you, Jay. Comma, Thank comma, you, Jay, for comma. your, that was the, that was the <laughs> Whiskey Cavalier update. That was enough for me. I think I'm going to tune in next oh, week. wow, explosive. That, I what can't a wait to watch it. That's so good. I actually might tune in. This is the best marketing I've seen. Yeah, it's good. And it's I've seen show. a lot of marketing for that show. <laughs> Available on ABC. On Wednesdays. Right? Right? Yeah, right yeah. after you watch Always Late, you can tune into Whiskey Cavalier. Perfect. All right. After? What time is it on at? It's on 10, 10 o'clock. Oh, it's past 9 time. Central. Yeah. That is way past your <laughs> bedtime. I'm asleep. I don't think we have official Potter show business. No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, so it's time for me to tell you what we're going to do today on the podcast. Today on the podcast, we're going to um, pick six again. Yeah. Like we always do. Mm-hmm. And we have six news stories. There's big breaking news today on Pod Day. Bryce Harper, uh, Jason Witten. Got a lot of news to get to. Um, we'll probably talk about Robert Crown. About what? Robert Crown. Robert Crown. Oh, oh, oh. 
Oh. Right, okay. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. We'll see how I feel. Uh, but first, before we get to any of that, oh, yeah, and then the second half, we're going to do a, an All Fantasy Everything draft. Great. But before we get to any of that, uh, today's podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. Is that a new? I think it is. Give me a drum roll, girl. It's brought to you brought by? Brought to you by? MeUndies. New sponsor of the... You have to stop when I, I think say you it. you asked for it that time, so I wanted new to really New sponsor of the podcast. <laughs> Woo! So, Ash, uh, how are we going to tell the people about MeUndies? Well, if you've ever seen the, the movie, not movie, show, True Detective... I have. I haven't seen the finale yet. No spoilers. I haven't seen a single episode. What? What? Uh, what? What? <laughs> it's Mahershala. Oh, oh, Mahershala's one of my favorite actors. It's Mahershala. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, please do this ad read as a very moody, dark detective. At least preferably like smoking, smoking. a cigarette. Yeah, of course. Okay. <clears throat> Actually, don't clear your throat. Let it in. Stay. <laughs> That's kind of how it works. Is your underwear making you happy at the moment? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to be wearing underwear that's so soft you feel like you're making love to an actual cloud? What? All day long. Oh, God. I just want to be clear. This is the actual copy oh. that is written down. I, I, am not, I am not vamping. Oh, boy. <clears throat> well, I got one word for you. Me undies. It's kind of two words, but <laughs> it is for the sake of the ad read. It's one word. BuzzFeed, you know BuzzFeed? Mm-hmm. He was in here the other day. <laughs> he had this to say about me on these. They feel like actual heaven against your skin. We're going to assume heaven is really soft in this context. <laughs> MeUndies uses the coveted micromodal fabric, which is a full three times softer than cotton. Well, you can choose between classic colors, adventurous prints, prints like significant otters. What? They're otters that matter. Oh. (laughs) Plant babies. (laughs) And shamrocks. MeUndies also go to for the softest loungewear this side the Mississippi. Again, that is the copy. Hang out in their super comfy lounge pants and onesies. Ooh. Yeah. I love a onesie. Me too. So does me undies. <laughs> and they're incredible. You know, me undies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first time purchasers, when you order me undies, you get 15% off and free shipping. <laughs> to get 15% off your first pair, free shipping. And a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com slash Nolan. That's MeUndies.com slash Nolan. You're so close to the microphone. <laughs> is this making you uncomfortable? Yes, yes it is. Uh, fun fact, though. This microphone's very fragrant. Yeah, well, it's right up in your... I think it's in covered your... in Stephen A. Smith's spit. Oh, gross. Oh boy! I wish I could back away from it, Please but my do. chin is stuck. <laughs> I live here now. Oh God! If you did the rest of the pod like that, oh, I would never do nothing like that. 
I have Let's a pair. Let's get into our first story. Uh, I have a pair of MeUndies socks. Yeah. Well, that's weird. That's me socks. They're <laughs> really comfortable. They're like compression socks, like the ones that come up to like your knee. We picked out a bunch of MeUndies for me to get, and I got a couple, but they weren't the ones we picked, but I do very much love them. And they also oh. sent a matching like sports bra with one of the undies pairs. It was very comfy. Oh. Whatever micromodal is, I probably pronounced it wrong, but that fabric is really wonderful. It's very coveted. It's co- super coveted. <laughs> it's coveting my ass right now. <laughs> Any hoozy. Uh, number one story this week. Guys, breaking news today, Thursday. Jason Witten is unretiring. That's a word. And going back to the Cowboys. Wow. <laughs> no, don't. No. <laughs> Uh, it's a weird line that I don't know what we're, what we're supposed to say because uh, he used to work here. Mm-hmm. He was a Monday Night Football broadcaster for the past season. People forget. <laughs> no, I don't think they'd no, like. They could. They could. Mm-hmm. Have. Um, I, I'm just going to read Witten's statement, which to me was the every sentence got weirder. Oh, the fire inside me. That's how it starts. <laughs> the fire inside me. Okay. <laughs> The fire inside me to compete and play this game is just burning too strong. <laughs> this team has a great group of rising young stars, and I just I want to help them make a run at a championship. No, what? That's not going to happen. No, okay. This was completely my decision, and I am very comfortable with it, which sounds like what you say when you're being held hostage. <laughs> I'm here by choice, and I'm enjoying it. I'm looking forward to getting back in the dirt. Oh. What? Dirt. What dirt? What's he talking about? What is he talking about, Ashley? I uh, I don't uh, I Right. Don't know. Yeah. Okay. ESPN statement. Uh we thank Jason for his many contribute <clears throat> for his many <laughs> contributions to Monday Night Football and to ESPN over the past year and wish him continued success. We have seen many former coaches and players go into broadcasting before eventually returning to the game they love, so we understand Jason's desire to return to the Dallas Cowboys. In the coming weeks, we will determine our Monday Night Football plans for the 2019 season. Interesting. I'd like to know who do we want in the booth? And why is it Dennis Miller? <laughs> like, why not? No, Dennis Miller isn't funny anymore. Like, he, it wouldn't be as fun as it was back then. Back then, it was like, what in the fuck? And they did it for two seasons. And I would also kill Moment of Den. But. Would it? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's not, like, it was, it's, we look back at it now, of like, this was so stupid. Why did this happen? If he did it now, it would be like, oh. So who do we want in the booth? Don't all jump at once. Mina Kimes is the obvious answer. Yeah, she would be great. I would, but see, I'd want to. I see a lot of people on the internet doing this. Like, it should be this person, hands down. And it's like, well, ask that person first. I'd have to ask Mina if that's something she'd be interested in doing. Yeah, because believe it or not, I'm gonna sneeze. That's not the believe it or not. (laughs) I do believe believe it it or not. I I sneeze. (laughs) I believe it. Uh, Believe it or not, I've seen people in my mentions be like, "Put Katie in the booth. That will be progressive." And I'm like, "Okay, I would suck in a booth. I'm not. That's not what I'm good at." Yeah. Um, I think Mina would be great, but also maybe that's not a thing she's interested in doing. Um, I also think I really like that Mina's a complete homer, and I wouldn't want her to have to like lose that. You know, that's a very good point. Yeah, she wouldn't be able to be as opinionated. Here's the other thing. Uh, why do we need three people? We have Booger. It should just be Booger. Still, I can't say that naturally. <laughs> like, in sound. Mm-hmm. Take myself seriously. Booger we should all, be in the booth. We all Put have... boogers in the booth. Put boogers in the booth. Put boogers in the booth. Times a flat circle. Yeah, I think two is <laughs> probably good. 
Yeah, I don't think we need another person. Is uh is Bob Costas free? Swing swing him he's, over. I don't think he's interested. <laughs> uh, but I do look forward to the circus we get to enjoy while we wait and see who it's going to be. They said in the coming weeks, which doesn't really mean anything. No, they got to figure it out. I don't think they do. I think they should just leave it as two people. Well, we we can follow this story. I would closely. like to, yeah. I would like to know what happens with all that money. He probably gives it back, or he just stops getting it. But yeah. then where well, they got to reallocate those funds. We can take some. I wonder who who they. Who could probably get it? The next person. I wonder who's going to get. But we just said it's only two people, so that's my that's my proposal, <clears throat> bosses. You just don't you just leave it at two people because that's what a booth is normally, mm-hmm. and then uh, take that money, reallocate them funds to maybe a show that's missing a producer. Maybe we could help and give us we could hire a person for the and then that it, producers in the booth. No, an hour <laughs> on our stuff. They need a producer for Monday Night Football. No, we need it's we're always late. I was talking about us. Oh, our producer could show up at halftime and be like, "Sorry, I just got here. I'm running late. What are you doing? Because we're late. But why would our producer be at the game? Because they're in the booth. Why are they in the booth? Because that's what we're hiring them for. It's a booth. Producer I don't think position. we're. On, I think we're having two separate conversations. <laughs> I'm gonna move us on. Please do. Bryce Harper to the Phillies. Oh, sorry. Yep, Bryce Harper to the Phillies. <laughs> uh, thirteen years. $330 million. That's a lot of dollars. My God. No opt-outs, no deferred money, and no and a no-trade clause. That, he's only he's 26. 26. Yeah. So he's going to be there for till he's 39. That's good math. That's very good. Strong really math. good I'm math. I'm very proud of you. That's a long time to that's, not leave. That's or, a very long time. His agent Scott Boris said that that's what they were looking for. They were they they had a lot of shorter term deals. He said something like the average value was like forty five million or something, but the goal was a long term contract. He wanted to be in one city for a long time. Which okay, that's I like when people are like, look, this is my this is what I want. Mm-hmm. Some people want the most money. Some people want a long term deal, and they go and get it. Good for them. What I am wondering, and I think you'll have interesting opinion on this philly is a hard city to make your long-term city because that's 13 years and mm-hmm. that fan base if they turn on you for any number of reasons are they're tough yes but i think the fact that he has committed to 13 years helps him for a couple of years well i think like the the city knows like okay He's yes, he's taking a lot of money. He could have gotten more money. He's going to be here for the long haul. Like this is now like a relationship we have. Mm-hmm. I think I do think that helps. And you know, they really only turn on you when you're bad. So don't be bad. Yeah, which he could easily be no. because it's a span of thirteen years. Yeah, Everybody has ups and downs. I just think in other cities, it's a little bit easier to have minor ups and downs. Whereas Philly feels like one of the cities that makes your tiniest down feel like a downfall, and they kind of get mad at you for it um a lot they they it are taints their opinion of you we are we are passionate fans that is correct and we can really lift you up and so just play well <laughs> <laughs> do you guys normally do lift bad. do you lift people up after you've torn them down i don't know if you do that yeah the, it was a it was a very love hate with like donovan mcnab okay um and it's like it de- i mean it depends what the significance of the teardown is like if 
how bad it is. Yeah. But you can bounce back. You think he's going to stay like a villain? You think he's going to be a villain? Or do you think he'll go to being like a... That's a good question. Like, what is Philly's influence on him going to be? Never mind his influence on Philly. Like, do you think he's going to... It's clown. It's a clown contract. That's a clown. Oh, that's. I see. I see. You get it. Yep. Thanks. I don't know. I mean, I feel like maybe it's the same thing. Maybe he knows he's there for the long haul, and the fact that there's a no trade clause and no opt out means like that sounds like trapped. It's like marriage. Trapped. Just hearing it. They're in it a is marriage. like marriage, and that's why it made <laughs> me feel suffocated. It. They'll go to thirteen what? years, no <laughs> trades, no opt outs. You're mine. Yeah. It, like that's no. It thank forces you. you to work through your problems. Both oh, of both yeah, of you. Yeah. You're sure. Or it forces you to cheat. Whoa. No. I don't know what the baseball equivalent of that was. Mm. Yeah, quit, I guess. Yeah, is the or only. like retire. Take PEDs intentionally. Uh, what? I don't know. Just like get away out to of like get suspended? To, to get suspended so you don't have oh, to play. Oh, 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 Yeah. Well, I'm sure he could do a bunch of other stuff to get. Thir- I'm just saying, 13 years is a long time. Yeah. And any any normal person on like a personality standpoint is going to evolve over 13 years on a on an athlete standpoint their abilities are going to evolve and change over 13 years so it's like how could you think you want this one player for 13 years how could you ever say that i know this is breaking down a common thing which is a long-term contract but Mm -hmm. when you really think about it how weird is it that there's a team willing to be like you we're going to need what you bring to the table for the next 13 years like how do you know that well i think they probably they I would imagine the team doesn't want it for 13 years, but if you want it for seven, right. you're committing to 13. It's just nuts to me. I was reading about Albert Pujols because this reminded me of that a lot. And when he uh, when he signed the 10-year deal in 2011 with the Angels for $240 million, everybody's like, you're crazy. He's going to be 42 when he's I remember done. that, yeah. And, I mean, we saw how it turned out. Obviously, he hasn't been as good as he was when he was on the Cardinals, but, I mean— I think Harper's young was younger is younger than Pujols was at that time, but also that they want him now. They want they want to bring Phillies fans in, and they want people to play, or they want people to come to the, to be fans right now, and they know that he's going to do that in the short term. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's worth that long term investment. Well, and they have McCutcheon now too. Yeah, yeah, they do. Does that make Steve upset? It was really hard for him to to watch McCutcheon in like any other jersey. Yeah, it sucks for him. But maybe they can be like our you know our secondary team. Who? The Phillies. Can be who's secondary? Like ours as a as a couple. You and me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Red Sox and then you Phillies. And Man, I really thought she was talking about me, and that was like the happiest point of my day. <laughs> Ash, are you ready for the third story? Uh, Because we really like, crushed that one. We like, talked about all the facts and really broke down the analysis about baseball contracts. I think people definitely got smarter in that conversation we just had about a baseball contract. Don't you? I sure do. I agree. So let's do the third story. Okay. What's wrong? Nothing. What's wrong? I was just going to do a little... You're going to give it a little... You're going to do... Just you're going to... You're going to... On the table, a little... On the table with your hands? Yeah. You're going to use your hands on the table? Mm-hmm. Our next story, Robert Kraft. <laughs> Should I do this for 15 minutes? Or? <laughs> It's 14 and a half. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, okay, so everybody knows by now, Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots, uh, was uh, charged with two counts of soliciting prostitution, right? Correct. Yeah, because what all I wrote down was about the new development, which happened today. He has entered a plea of not guilty. Oh, no, there it is, to two counts of soliciting prostitution <laughs> in Florida. So he has pled not guilty. Uh, this is a, d- a difficult story to talk about because there's a lot of legal 
stuff involved Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of um, liability and things at stake that you really don't want to mess up when you're having this conversation, uh, which is why normally for a comedy show like ours, like on the show this week, we just kind of avoided it because you don't know and new information is coming out every single day. Uh, Obviously, there is an aspect to this story that is about human trafficking. So that is something that's not funny, which sucks because in general, this would have been a pretty funny story and that part makes it not Uh, And makes it very serious. Um, The authorities have announced his alleged involvement in a months long investigation into sex trafficking, obviously focused on Florida Day spas and massage parlors. Uh, The charge is a first degree misdemeanor. So if there's a conviction, he could spend up to a year in jail. We know that's not going to happen. And a five thousand dollar fine and 100 hours of community service. It's really not all that bad. I think what's more interesting is the effect that the or whatever the league is going to do. Mm -hmm. Um, That's probably if you're Robert Kraft, uh, that's what you're more worried about, because as we've seen before, they don't have to follow the rules that the court follows. They can punish you for whatever they want to for conduct detrimental. And that could be anything they want. And they can kind of just fly by the seat of their pants, Roger Goodell. Uh, so, I mean, that'll be interesting. Yeah. I obviously think that um, the fact that there's videotape of the um, event, the, the alleged acts. <laughs> Are uh, they alleged if they're on videotape? Yeah, well, we, until you see the tape, I don't think you could say. Oh, so allegedly a videotape, right? There was, there was no, like a transcription of yeah, I don't the events in said tape. So uh, here's the thing: the NFL has not been good in the past at getting the tape and then keeping the tape under wraps. Yeah, so no. I'm not looking. F- I just please, dear God, please, dear God, don't let this tape get out. Please, I, dear God, please. I don't. I don't wanna. Don't want. Do not want. If what? it was out, yeah. And everyone was talking about it. Wouldn't watch it. I don't think I could watch it. I've met that man in person. That would make me, I don't know. Thinking about it makes me very uncomfortable. Makes me super nauseous, I'll be honest. I don't, whatever, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. It is a weird invasion of privacy that I guess is fine, is legal. The FBI did it, right? Yeah, but they did it by calling it a bomb threat and then evacuating the place and then planting in the cameras. So it was like a sting operation. I don't know their laws, especially because a lot of them are regional. So it's mm-hmm. like maybe Florida is different, but it just feels like, I don't know. I feel like if it, there's probably not a good way to set up a hidden camera if you're concerned about potential sex trafficking. Like, Well, yeah. So two things. This morning I saw that um, according to ESPN reporter TJ Quinn, the specific women that Kraft was allegedly with do not appear to have been victims of human trafficking. Because there's been this weird... Like we were just saying, it's been difficult to report this because there's a lot of uh, like landmines to avoid when forming sentences about this story. And one of them has been that there's this human trafficking angle, and but there is no allegation as of right now that anybody that was a patron of this day spa was involved in the human trafficking ring. Like it. It, they, it, there aren't allegations that they were part of bringing the women there or keeping the women in this living in the spa it was just that they used their services they haven't been charged with with actually like orchestrating a prostitution ring uh, a human trafficking ring so today they said that the two women don't appear to be victims of that traffic ring they seem to be there on their own accord from what we can tell this is a quote from, from tj quinn from what we can tell the two women who have been associated with robert Kraft may not have been 
and he's saying been uh, trafficked. One of them was the manager, a woman who was charged with four counts related to prostitution. She's about 40 years old. The other woman is 58 years old. She has a New York State driver's license. Both have Florida State massage licenses, so they weren't exactly living an underground life. Now, another thing that's interesting with that and what that makes me think of is that, like, human people think that human trafficking is like we have all these women huddled in a back room somewhere and the door is locked and they're trapped. Like, there's a lot of mental, um, like manipulation that goes into human trafficking that like those women oftentimes are distrustful of law enforcement and they end up taking the side of their captor because they think that they're being given an opportunity or like a better way of life even though it's not ideal it's better than what the law will do which is like deport them or whatever so i think you have to be careful in saying like "Mm, they weren't hiding it's like well yeah that doesn't mean that they weren't being trafficked um, I'm not saying they are that they weren't. I don't know. It's just whenever I hear a report like that, I wonder, is it because you don't like your idea of a traf- a human trafficking victim is that they're locked somewhere in a room just because mm-hmm. they're like, it, I saw another thing that was like, they could have walked out and left at any point. It's like, it you can't say that about like when people do that with uh, women in abusive relationships, I'm like, that's not how it works. Yeah. Um, and another thing, so Charlotte Shane uh, at SI wrote an article that was like what the media has missed. And she made some really interesting points. Um, it feels like the cops, basically uh, one of the points that Charlotte Shane makes in this article is that like the cops have been leaning into the salacious details and the fact that like releasing a name like Robert Kraft to get people interested in this story, but, and then reporters have just like taken that and repeated it verbatim, but they have not investigated or analyzed their evidence or proven that they have anything to show so this one woman that she cites in the article she's a sex worker rights activist and she said there was no need to do a six-month john sting there's no need to touch anyone in a trafficking investigation so they've been like investigating this place this spa for six months the cameras that they set up in there was part of the sting and another part was they had cops undercover go in to receive massages who then were offered other services And this woman who's uh, an expert and an activist on this stuff is like, you don't need to, you didn't need to do any of that. There's a lot to it that I could continue to keep going into, but I really don't think it's a good idea because it's who cares. But it's, um, you know, sucks because, man, it would be fun if it's just a story for jokes. And it's not, you know? Yeah, it's it's the headline could be comedy, but unfortunately so often there's so many layers to this, like you said, where you start to read a little bit and then you're like, oh, this is way more serious than I had anticipated. And I really don't know that much about it. So maybe I shouldn't be making yeah. jokes. And there's like wrongness on both sides of the of it. Like there are, there's wrongness in the cops pushing this like human trafficking next to Robert Kraft's name when he may not have had anything to do with that angle of it. And then there's wrongness with the people that are thinking that it's not a big deal that humans may have been trafficked. Like it's, they're taking it too seriously in some ways and then not seriously enough in other ways. And it's very difficult to, to net out in a way that feels worth talking. So I've wasted enough time on pretending to do that. Uh, I assume we'll have more news on this within the coming weeks and everything we said here will be irrelevant. And by we, I mean me, cause I've just been doing a soliloquy <laughs> here by myself. <laughs> Is it okay if we could just move on? 
to another topic. Oh, let me ask the person in charge of the podcast. Katie, is it okay if we move on to another topic? No, I have a lot more to say about this. Ooh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry, Katie, your request was declined. <laughs> Give me a drum roll. We're going to our fourth story. That's right. Johnny Manziel released by the Alouettes Ooh. and banned Ooh. from the CFL. Yikes. That feels big. Yeah. You not only are you gone, you can't come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason was unspecified violations of his agreement with the league. Again, it's another story that tomorrow we might find out what the thing is. So we won't get too deep into this one. Um, I think I had seen and correct me if I'm wrong, that part of his deal involved like regular therapy sessions and, um, you know, mental health treatment style things for uh, some of his Mm -hmm. things he's had issues with in the past. And so it could have been that he didn't go to one of those, but we don't know. I think there were other conditions. He admitted or whatever that that was some of it, but there was a bunch of other unspecified stuff that the CFL never said what it was, but it was like for us to sign you all of these things yeah. and also the, you know, the therapy. Um and so he violated something. Right. And the CFL was like, okay, the, the Alouettes have released him. And also, we're not going to say yes to a contract with any other team. So don't even bother. It's so different trying from to here. get him. It really is. It's so different it from really here. Is. Even just putting in his contract, like a stipulation of your employment within this league, is that you can't do or must do this list of things. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you don't, you're out from your team and banned. That's nuts. It's kind of great. It <laughs> is kind of great. I wonder if everybody has that in the CFL. Or- yeah. That's or if question. it's like a if the system is like once you've done something wrong, your yep. next contract is now you better stay and do these things, and mm-hmm. if you don't, you're out. Yeah, it says uh, Manziel's time in the league was conditional based on extensive and confidential requirements. So I think it was specific to him based okay. on when he signed the contract. I wonder if there. I mean, I can't imagine that there. He's the only player in the CFL that has a history of yeah. transgressions of any type. So I wonder if that's a common thing. I also wonder. Could have Googled, but whatever. What the CFL's like CBA is like? Mm. Like, does the C- do CFL players have a union? They must. They must have a leader. Is there a commissioner of the CFL? I don't know. But like, Jay, uh, how fast can you type? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty fast. I just, you know, there it's, is a commissioner of the CFL. His name is Randy Ambrosi. Love that. He sounds like the commissioner of the NFL. <laughs> Love a Randy in charge. Yeah, it's important. Nothing says let's party like a Randy in charge. <laughs> Love that. Because uh, it just feels like, I mean, the first thing I think of whenever I'm like, man, I wish the NFL would do that. And there is a CBA. Um, yeah. Do, I wonder what. I wonder what it has to say about the ability to put that kind of stuff into yeah. a contract. Because I think in the NFL, they'd be like, that's against, that's a violation of whatever. You can't, that's an overstepping of, but it would really clear up this whole conduct detrimental thing yeah if you were like look <laughs> do you want to hear something funny when no. you when you click on the original standard player contract on their on the cfl cflpa collective bargaining agreement it says page not found <laughs> <laughs> uh it would help with the with the contract detrimental if it's like you have to do these things and if you don't do these things we're all clear we're all on the exact same page and you're out yeah or even if it's like you get one strike, and if you get one strike, then we add this right. stuff in. So you don't because, have it until you prove that you need it. Right, because the league as it stands right now is very, like, we've seen it when they the commissioner will punish somebody, and then backlash will happen, and then the punishment goes up, or the punishment goes down. Like yeah. It's so arbitrary, and it's 
no pun intended, it's like arbitration of whatever, but it's like, it's so up in the air that maybe it would be better to be like, hey, don't do these five things. And when you do, you're out, done. And you might think that's strict, but at least you now know exactly what you can do and can't do and exactly what the punishment is. Because I think that's a that's mostly what we're missing in the NFL is just like, what the fuck? Something happens and we all go, can't wait to see when they spin the wheel what sort of punishment is here. Yeah. And then how many circuits of court this is going to go to until it gets resolved. It's just annoying. I wonder if... Um any of these new leagues? Yeah, well, it seems like he wants him. he wants to to try that. Well, he wait. So, oh wait, did he tweet? Yeah, Johnny tweeted about what? About coming back to the states to play football. What did he say? He said, "I want to thank Coach Sherman, my teammates, and the CFL fans. My time there reestablished my love for the game of football and the work that goes into it. I look forward to exploring new options within the United States." Oh God! Uh, see, I thought you were about to get got because I saw a story of a you know parody accounts. Um, and I use that term lightly because it's really not. But when, uh, you know, like around trade deadlines, when people try to change their name to look like Adam Schefter, or look yeah. like Woj so that they can tweet like this person to this team. And everyone's like, what? And then it turns out to be a fake. Um, there's the, uh, a tweet that was apparently kind of making the rounds and getting retweeted by actual media or people around the CFL Um that was, it said, breaking, just got off the phone with former CFL QB Johnny Manziel. He stated, quote, I have been in constant talk with them, meaning the AAF, uh, and I am currently working out the final details to play in the AAF. Hopefully everything will be settled by the end of the week, end quote. Um, so that was getting a lot of traction. It, it Right now it has 164 retweets and 968 likes. I, I don't know what it had at the time of Johnny Manziel seeing it, but so Johnny Manziel retweeted it and said false just the word false to that report. Um, the Twitter handle of the person who wrote that was real Dick Tater. <clears throat> as if their first name was Dick and their last name was Tater. Uh, and their bio says ESPN beat writer covering anything sports related. And then a couple words later, it says parody account. So it's not real. Was it, is it T A T E R O R? Oh, so like great Dick question. Tater. Yeah. Okay. Not like okay. a, not, not like, like a potato. potato tot. Right. Yeah. I would have gone with Dick easily Tater. confused. Yeah. Right. Um, Important distinction. speaking of easily confused, I've, I just feel like, come on guys. What, how do you fall for that? His name's real dictator. That's step one. Step two, his bio says parody account mm -hmm. and he does no blue check mark, which I think most ESPN reporters have because that's the point of a blue check mark. To let people know, like, I'm the real thing. Well, not in that I'm, the, I'm the real dictator. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> right. And yep. further down <laughs> in the same thread of that breaking tweet that got retweeted are two other tweets. One of them that says uh, he was asking Johnny Manziel about his time in the CFL. And he had said, quote, I am 100% confident I will come in the AAF and dominate, I've been watching them and most of the players are scrubs. <laughs> okay, there's no way that Johnny Menzel would have said that. And then another tweet said that he said, quote, I haven't smoked no ganja or drank any brewskis. I am willing to do anything possible. <laughs> what the f***? I haven't smoked no ganja. I haven't smoked no ganja or drank any brewskis. Like, no, that sounds like a cop. <laughs> like, like, hello, fellow kids. Ganja, brewskis. I'm Johnny Manziel. Like, obviously he didn't say that. The fact that we live in a world where he has to reply or call out an obviously fake. What was this guy's whole point? Stop doing
shit like this. No more parodies. It's so, well, I mean, I don't want to go that far. Don't but try to just, mimic the actual real dictator. Yeah. Right. You know? Dictator worked hard to get where he he's sure at. sure did. It's weird. It's just a penis potato. <laughs> a penis potato. A penis potato. <laughs> Ashley, would you like to move on to our fifth story? Oh, what? I just saw, saw what it was. One was. It was uh, that was I'm not me. That is that's an, me. That is an unsanctioned parody drum roll. <laughs> Nick Falls is an unrestricted free agent. And silence. and the sixth that's great. story. That's Moving on. <laughs> Nick Foles, an unrestricted free agent. Ashley, you got to face the facts. you got to face the music. On Wednesday, Eagles GM Howie Roseman announced that they would not be placing the franchise tag on Nick Foles. Uh, he, what was it, the beginning of this month, he opted out and paid that $2 million back to the team that mm-hmm. he had to do in order to get himself out of the final three years of his deal. Yeah. So he gone. He gone. He gone. I mean, Unrestrictedly gone. Yeah, he's gone. Uh. I feel like this really was the best outcome for everybody, How? to be honest. Because the last thing you want is a quarterback controversy, especially when you have a young quarterback coming off a second season of injury and the guy who is his backup is a Super Bowl MVP and has performed very well when he's come in for him. So anytime Wentz would struggle, people would be clamoring for foals. It would be a whole thing. It's not how you build up your quarter, your franchise quarterback for success. Additionally, Nick Foles has proved, I think. I like when you use like, you go into like fancy word mode when you're talking about something you really don't want to talk about. <laughs> Additionally, heretofore, I believe. And with respect to that, point. I was going to say Wentz, like W H E N C E, but that's <laughs> confusing. Carson Wentz, Carson he came. <laughs> from Wentz, he came. Also, like, at this point, you just, you want Foles to have success. And he's proved that he can, he's better than a lot of the quarterbacks that are currently starters in the league. Right. I have a theory. I have a theory on him. Oh, we can dive into No, I'm ready. Just give me, can you give us like a morsel? Is he a closer? Like the equivalent of a baseball closer? Yeah, he's a super sub. Like, he, he's not going to like be your starting pitcher for, you know, an entire game, but he can come in those last three innings. He can get it done. What do you mean? He plays full games. You mean I, the end I, of the like season the games? Season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, when he has been like the guy pretty much so far his whole career. But when he's coming what? in for like a small portion, he does a really good job. I you mean, know? his first season was great. It was it was good. He had like z- three interceptions or whatever, something crazy. <laughs> a very low interception <laughs> number. It was many I, years ago. I've it was a long good. time ago. I just think, I don't know, he might... Be better. One of those guys that does better off the bench when expectations are low and you don't really. That is a valid point. There is something to pressure being completely off of you, right? And you being able to be like, okay, fine. But But then when everyone's like, we got big dick Nick, and then he's like, oh god, I have to be good now. Even still, like he played well under pressure, like on on like the micro level, like in game situations of course and all that stuff. But like you just you're. I'm happy for him. I want to see him succeed as long as it's not in pressure the and NFC expectations East. are two completely different. Things. Yes, he can play point. under pressure when the expectation is like, oh man, this might not work out. Mm-hmm. He's great, but if it's under pressure and everyone's like, he's gonna do it, I'm not worried. Then it might get a little different. Yeah, but you don't know. I don't know. I we talked about this when it first happened when Carson Wentz first went down. Then Nick Foles led you guys to a small victory. Um, <laughs> it was like that's almost. 
the worst thing that could happen. Well, you did obviously say that. not the worst <laughs> thing because you wanted to win a Super Bowl. But it's like you got this new guy that was going to be the future of your team, and then he goes down and watches somebody else do the thing that he wanted to do that season, and right. he had to be second to somebody that clearly value wise he was not seen as second to and that does stuff to your brain and he had to watch the team come together under this other person and then he came back and that other person was still there and it's like oh it was so weird yeah it's a weird dynamic it was really so it's be- it's better for Wentz it's better for Foles it's probably not better for like the Eagles from just like a roster perspective like you want to have the best backup quarterback that you can have and he's proved he's, he can do a really good job in that role but like for the whole team dynamic and everything, and for Wentz's brain, like from Wentz, he from Wentz, he brain, from Wentz, he brain. I think I think it's going to end up working out the best in this. this you gotta scenario. let you gotta let him go. Yeah, you know, I know, I know. Because like uh, it's like a relationship where you know you you don't want to break up with your you love your the person that you're with, but you know they're not the one for you, and so you can't just do somebody else on the side and keep this person hanging on. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect mathematical sense. No, it really does. It's like Carson Wentz left for a while. I think we did this on a podcast before. (laughs) It was like he went away on like a trip overseas and was uh, going away for a semester. And you guys both decided that like you'd see other people. um, But you love like that person was the love of your life. And Mm -hmm. so you were like reluctantly like, I guess we'll not be together. So I'll be with this guy who I really don't want. Then that guy ended up being absolutely wonderful. And you really liked him. And then uh, Carson comes home from his semester abroad and is like, I love you. I'm back. I'm ready to go. And you're like, oh, no, (laughs) I have two great guys. Yeah. That's this just season like on, that. This season on Whiskey Cavalier. <laughs> you, I was, you, do, you made the joke, but I was going to say it was sounds ex- just like a show. Uh, really like. So sounds like a show. Ultimately, like I'm bummed, but I'm happy as long as he doesn't play in the division. Okay, that seems very specific. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't want him to go to Washington or New York. I think that's easy. Well, so don't. Okay. Well, so don't. What's the update in Washington? Uh, it seems like that's one of the places that they're picking for Mr. Foles. It's yeah, it's certainly on the table because I don't think Alex Smith is going to be. That's what I'm saying. What's back. the update? Is he back? Yeah. Is I don't he... think no. he's going to be ready for this season. So they mm. they need someone, and I sure hope mm. it's not my guy. Mm. That would be awkward. I've also heard the Jaguars mm-hmm. as yeah. a front runner. Jags and Dolphins. I don't know if the Jags have enough money, but if he wants like a you know another Super Bowl, <laughs> they're what? they're pretty good. Like they they're probably like the best caliber team. Yeah, yeah. Um, shall we get to story number six? Anywho. Six. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, story number six. Yeah, we're a little excited, but it's about soccer. Jay, we're going to let you do this one because I know you were super excited about it and because oh it kind of involves Man City because it was the Carabao Cup final. Okay. Uh, He's nervous. A little bit, yeah. Doodly doo. Okay. <laughs> I'm not I'm loving Jay, my intro. It's, it's soccer. <laughs> we're going to do soccer stuff. <laughs> So Kepa Arizabiaga, the keeper for Chelsea. Arizabiaga. Yeah, it's actually Aretha. Uh, Aretha Biaga. Well, like depends. Franklin. I don't. Aretha I, I'm not from Spain, so I don't need to in, eh. inject the, the Well, why do you do it with all that British stuff then? And all Kepa the French Ariza stuff. Biaga, Chelsea keeper. Uh, Aretha. Aretha. He refused to leave the field uh, in like the 100. Aretha's a voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. It's really, really good. Sorry, Jay, go ahead. <laughs> no, I really, you're doing so. You're doing us, great, sweetie. Don't I want stop. Us to do that now. You're great. You're doing uh, a great job. Honey. It was Keep the Carabao up. Cup final on Sunday against Manchester City, and uh, it went into extra time. It was the end of extra time. Kepa had already gone down once, 
uh like had like a little calf thing i think and then in like the 119th minute everybody thought he was just trying to waste time but they sent out the trainers and he was like looking like he was actually injured so willie who used to be man city's backup keeper willie caballero started getting ready on the sidelines and willie's kind of famously like a really good penalty kick goalkeeper i feel like this is taking a long time jay we can probably just like get to the okay and uh ashley's taking a nap (laughs) No, I'm I'm hiding so and he so, can't see my face. And so sorry comes out to switch out sorry. Kappa Is for Willie, and Kappa has like a full on fit, and like starts waving his hands back and forth. It's like, no, I'm not coming off the field. If you haven't seen the video, you should go look it up. It takes like three, go look it up. It's like three minutes of total confusion. Total confusion. Sorry, the Chelsea manager like starts to do this thing where he walks down the tunnel, and then like the guy at the tunnel like opens the door for him to go out, go through, and the guy's like. Oh, I was just trying to like make a scene. I'm not actually going down the tunnel. It was pretty funny. I just um, had an idea. Yeah. We should do a a parody of like a video of um the Beyonce song. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And it's just like about Maurizio Sorry being like, it's a, showing a bunch of different soccer coaches that aren't Maurizio Sorry. It's like, I'm sorry. That's funny. I'm sorry. You can do that for the this week. That's very funny. That's very dumb, but it's it popped into my brain. I'm I said it. it out loud. I did my job. Anyway, so they dumped him for the game because he was insolent or what have you. Uh, insolent? Insubordinate. Insolent okay. to the manager. He was, so they wanted to take him out and he said, nah. He that's all like, that really he, needed to he, be said. Yeah, but then. Yeah. That's a no for me, dog. He said, that's a no for me, dog. And finally, the manager let him stay out there, even though he was. Which totally is that in his part's power. wild to me. It was so. Too, yeah, go ahead. You, it, all you have to do to make it happen, right, is put the numbers in the little display board. If, the, <laughs> if, his, if his number went up on the board, he would have to leave the field. Right. And so they were like. He was saying, I don't want to come off the field. I'm fine. I'm staying in. And he kept doing a thumbs up, which is like, it was, yeah. the sh- you really got to see it because it was the, you kind of relate in that moment. You've been that person when you know, it's like, uh, Katie, get down from the bar, hun, get down. Like you, we don't need you. Da-. And they're like, no, 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 I'm awesome. This is totally fine. And you know, it's the person saying like, I'm not fine. I'm, this is not okay what I'm doing, but I'm too embarrassed and proud now to like, stop doing it and so he just keeps being like no no, i'm good i'm good and it's like you're not good get off the field and all they have to do is put his number and hold it up and then it's like he has to come off but they don't yeah sorry just doesn't do it and he's getting madder being like you can't tell me you're not coming off the field and what i don't get is like just then put the number on the board yeah he should make him come off the field so uh keppa aretha the voicemail has been (laughs) he's been benched right for the next for yeah. their next match. They they benched him yesterday against Tottenham, which was a huge game. Right. And uh they won 2-0, two 2-0. Nil, two nil. So And then he so also Willie got came f- through. He also got fined. <laughs> they, fr- they freed Willie to come through. Uh he did get fined, yeah. Um and yeah, so it it like leads me to believe like it's just it's so silly like when would you yell at your boss to do something that like is going to make your life harder? Like he had to go do PKs after that and they lost because he missed a PK. Yeah, but PKs are they're, they're not as skill based. There's a lot of that that's up to chance. Like sure, it could have been, but the the I mean, like the Aguero goal in PKs was, was a easy. very savable PK. Yeah. And he Jay, t- have you ever tried to save a penalty kick? She was a D one soccer I was goalie. A division I was one also goalkeeper. a soccer goalie. I don't know if you know, but I don't. Were you a Division one soccer goalie? Certainly not. Did you play for the so. Olympic Development Program or anything? Uh, no, I did not. No. Okay. So do you know someone let, who did? Let's let the experts speak on this. Okay. Go ahead. Speak on it, girl. Oh, I can't. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's it, guys. That's six stories. We picked wow. all six. I'm super proud of us. That was great.
Uh, I have one more. It's not a story. I just want to give a quick shout out to Tony Harris, who became the first woman to ever get a full football scholarship for a non-kicker position this week. She committed to Central Methodist University in Missouri, and she received six other offers. Oh, oh! That a girl. Yeah. Okay, so more news in a sec. No, not more news in a second. <laughs> We're going to play that game where we draft stuff from our home states in a second. Um, but first, guys, today's podcast also brought to you by Southern Comfort. So, Ashley, tell me how you want to tell the people about Southern Comfort. Please tell us about Southern Comfort as if you were trying to place an order through a drive through but the microphone's malfunctioning. <laughs> Hello? Uh, so anyone that's been in New Orleans probably has a pretty good New Orleans story, right? Hello? Okay, uh, it, it turns out Southern Comfort has a pretty good NOLA story, too. Southern Comfort was born in New Orleans. Are you? Can you hear me? It's not coming up on the screen. Oh, no, there it is. Okay. Born and raised in the most unique city on the planet. <laughs> where there's a party on every street, food on every corner, and music dancing through the air. No, not underwear. Through the <laughs> air. What would da- dancing underwear? <laughs> Southern Comfort is shaped by soulful vibes <laughs> and warm Nola nights. And made from their legendary founders, 1874 blend for a smooth. Are you serious? Are you can you hear this? I've said a lot and the board is not changing. Should I come up to the window? Hello? Smooth drinking, bold tasting, whiskey forward flavor that's as big and easy as the city itself. I just have a couple more things I gotta order. I have a lot of people in the car. Every taste is dripping with soul. And it's blended with more than 140 years! Of the easy drinking mixed with anything spirit that is New Orleans. So what's my tone? Can you read that back to me? I can't hear you. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take a big easy sip and start a new story. <laughs> Southern Comfort, the spirit of New Orleans. Yay. Thank you very much. I feel bad for anyone in the office because <laughs> I'm screaming. You sure were. You know what it's time for? And I should have teased this before that wonderful ad read. It's time for your bachelorette. Damn it. <laughs> it's time for your bachelor update. Doo-doo-doo. I don't know. I've just been doing weird ones lately. And then I forgot yours is the original. Doo-doo-doo. Hi, I'm Ashley Bravian here with your bachelor update. Guys, we are down to the final three ladies. Mm-hmm. We went into this week with four ladies left. Tasha, who is a wild card. Hannah G and Cassie, who are Ashley's contestants. And Kaylin, who is Katie's contestant. So Jay was out. Jay was already out. I'm on to Whiskey Cavalier. So. <laughs> <laughs> we, That's not a reality show. Guys, guys, this is my bachelor update. It's Thank you. To me. Please respect my time. Okay. They went to hometowns. Three of the ladies all were either like, I'm in love with you or I'm falling in love with you. Stop doing that, ladies. Straightforward with their emotions, except for Cassie. And 
Colton was like, oh, I know where I'm at. I told Cassie I'm falling in love with her. I just need to know Did where she's at. Did he tell everybody that he's falling yeah. in love? That's not okay. It's Wait, I think That's so. not how it works. I don't know if he said it to Kayla and I so, forget This is the honest. part of the show where I start to get annoyed. Well, they say, I am falling in love with you. Uh-huh. What does that really even mean? Imagine I, if somebody said that to you and then turned around and said it to three other people. Yeah, it's, it's not. Gross. Some of the dads were like, uh, are you saying that to everybody? And he's like. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, God. So in Shout any out case, to the dads. he was like, I need to know where Cassie's at. And he's like, yeah, I just need to know how you're feeling. And she's like. <sighs> and then he eliminated her. I don't know. No. So oh. that was the drama is like they spend this whole time going back and forth. She won't say how she's feeling. She's like, I just want to be sure before I say it. Yeah. Uh, and so you get to the elimination and he's like, my fear is that I'm not going to have somebody who wants to be with me at the end. He's got three women who said they are in love with him or falling in love with him. Okay. One who did not. Right. He keeps her. Whoa. He kept Cassie. Who did he get rid of? He got rid of Kaylin. God damn it. Yeah. Fine. I didn't even care. Like, what even? <laughs> I've never even heard of a bachelor. I keep calling it the bachelorette because, like, I don't, I couldn't care any less. I am very being very cavalier about this loss. Whoa! I'm just gonna go home, drink a little whiskey. Whoa, it's whiskey cavalier! Like <laughs> oh my god, the very cavalier update. <laughs> when does very cavalier come back? I think it's, gotta I be think it's coming back soon. I miss yeah. my updates. My updates were they great. were so fun. No, they weren't. I never watched a single. So <laughs> the big takeaway is there are three ladies remaining. I have two of them. I get it. it yeah, and it doesn't even matter. Now you're just flexing. Well, yeah. he hasn't jumped the fence yet, so I am still excited for that. He still has. Has it's not. That's it's just been, rude. They've been, been teasing that from day one. It's been promised next episode. They've been promising is, it the last. It's two. the fantasy suites next episode. So like, oh. something could happen, and he. You know. I bet it's that he doesn't want to have any sex, and he runs away from the sex. I or or he has sex, and it's real. He's really bad at it, and he's embarrassed, so he runs away and jumps over the fence because oh. he's t- isn't. Doesn't he say to them like, "Get the cameras away"? That's why he's jumping over the fence. Yeah. So I think it's that he like probably does what one may do allegedly in that situation when there's a lot of pressure and years and years of uh, not doing it. Um, and you just are like, whoa, that was over in a, in a, just a minute just there. Just a jiffy. That was, it was real quick. I felt like it was a flash of, and then it was done. Um, and so the cameras are probably like, how you feeling? And he was like, get away from me. That's probably what I think that could happened. could be it. Jay, why do you think he jumps the fence? You know, I think they're saying that the show really jumped the fence. It's more of a metaphor. Oh, like jump the shark? Yeah. But it's a fence? Yeah. I get it. Don't, he jumped it, the fence because he was a one minute man. It's pretty clear. I just that's what I said. I'm I was I'm trying just to involve Jay more in the podcast. Guys, it feels like that's what he wants, and then he does that. You should go look up Hannah G rapping Wait, when you I have know. a minute. Sorry, I, it's no. no everything you could dream. Of. Was that mine? No, that's no. Yours. It's terrible. he kept a girl that raps. Yeah, well, it's not rapping. It's like hip hop, a hippie. No, it's like but I'm not she that does good. The, she does my name is Hannah because every every white girl. White guy, like older middle aged white guy that tries to like per- fake rap, always starts with "My name is this, and I do this." And it's like, no, have you ever heard a single rapper be like, "My name is Snoop Dogg, and I'm Snoop Dogg"? It doesn't sound how it works. No, but that could be. that slaps though. That really uh, slaps. That's actually, it's uh, really very good. White rapper chick. Can oh, I that's an ad read. She's writing down an ad read. Can I ask yeah, a question? Okay. What happens if none of us win? Uh, I, I that's I'm, the best. That's what we're both rooting for. I'm now. definitely rooting, I'm rooting for both for of, both of wow. Ashley's to lose. Oh, for sure. Because if all of us lose, then they're, they're you're just then, the guy that made it to the Super Bowl but lost. Like you know, it's not. So better. I won the NFC championship. Sure, but doesn't matter. Okay, all right. What did you do that all morning? Right, is then. the real question. Oh, <laughs> the f- AFC championship. And that was your special. bachelor update. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, let's play this game. Uh, we are going to take that random guy's suggestion and bite <laughs> off our favorite podcast and draft things from our home state. Uh, here's the thing. It doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> because the, because of the, the point of an All Fantasy Everything draft for anybody who hasn't listened to it, you should really go listen to an episode of All Fantasy Everything. It's a wonderful podcast hosted by my friend Ian Carmel. Um, you, it's, well, the point is you draft things, but you go, it's a snake draft. A what? A snake draft. Okay. Uh, what does that so mean? So it's like if I were, um, if I went to the, that day spa and, um, and I paid money and I got a massage mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh, I, thank you so much. And then I got in my blue Bentley and then I got driven to a, the AFC championship mm-hmm. and I got out of the car and was like, oh, wait, I left something there, but first I'm going to also do something. He, and that, so it's whoever drafts first goes in the first round. So if- is last, last in, in the second, second round. round. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got it. Great. Great metaphor. Uh, so anyway, the, the thing is, you're supposed to draft things that everybody wants, right? It's like you're drafting from a pool, right. just like a, a football that's, draft. That's the point of drafting. Right. Yeah. But here it doesn't make any sense because I'm only drafting things from Massachusetts. You're drafting things from <laughs> Pennsylvania and he's drafting things from Missouri. So there's really no point in doing a draft. But we're going to do it anyway because that's what he asked for. <laughs> All right. So the draft order, which again does not matter at all, <laughs> is of course decided by a rollicky game of rock, paper, scissors. Uh, we'll throw on shoot. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. We all did scissors. Do it again. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ooh, I Two win. rocks and a paper. So Ashley wins and you decide uh, the draft order. Okay. I'm going to. Which again have, does not matter. It does not matter. I'm going to have. Mm, Jay go first, Katie goes second, and I will take the hot corner in third. You love that hot corner? I love that, hot, love corner. that hot corner. Jay, you're up. Okay, Jay, you're up. Okay. Drafting things from Missouri. All right. The thing I am drafting first from... Wait, how many rounds are we doing? Three rounds. Three rounds. Ooh. Got it. Okay. Okay, Jay, go ahead. All right. The thing I will select with the first pick in the draft that does not matter is <laughs> Emo's Pizza. It is thin crust. It has a weird cheese that none of you have ever eaten before called Prevel, and it is a delight. Cool. That's darn. I'll have to take that off my draft board. <laughs> take it off. Okay. Get that. <laughs> uh, with the second pick in the draft, I'm going to take Fenway Park. Ooh, good From one. Good one. Massachusetts. It is located in the actual city, unlike every other park of. Well, I guess Boston. The the garden is. But anyway, Fenway Park. It's an icon. It's beautiful. I love it. It's like nothing else. So Fenway Park. All right. With the first pick in my Philadelphia draft, I'm going to take. Cheese steaks, mm. not a bad, not a it's, bad choice it's at all. Pick. It's, it's a like really the, good pick, a good answer. Ooh, and yeah, I get to go, go early, again so. because it is it is a serpentine draft. That's right. Uh, with my second pick, I am going to take Boathouse Row. No idea what that is. Sounds it like is. a great pick. Go ahead, pick. throw it into Google. It's very pretty. It's artsy. It's like where all the boathouses are for the crew teams in Philadelphia, like yeah. up, along the Schuylkill River. It's very nice. The what now? The Schuylkill River. Sure. <laughs> what? How do you spell it? Oh, how do you spell it? It's like S-C-H-U-Y-K-I-L-L, I I think. Oh, okay. I've seen that before, that word, and I thought it was like Skykill. No, it's Skookle. Skookle Bond movie, Skykill. (laughs) (laughs) Skookle. I hate that. Oh, I hate it, okay. but I'm happy about your pick. Congratulations. Boathouse Row. Throw it into Google. My turn now with my second pick. I'm going to take Christmas tree shops. 
You ever been to the Christmas tree shop? Yeah, is that only started in, Mass- in started in Massachusetts? Oh wow! It, oh, I love. I didn't think listen, of this. I do love a bargain. I do just love a bargain, and so therefore, I'm going to take Christmas tree shops. Oh man, okay, because I, what, that was the place you went when you were little, and your mom would be like, "I need a 99 cent throw pillow," and uh, and you were like, "Oh, I want to go look at the gigantic array of keychains with names on them." Remember that? Yeah. And you yeah. could get anything that said Katie and they never had anything that said Katie. It always said Catherine. So I had to buy these little keychains that said Catherine and everyone was like, your name's Catherine? I was like, I know it sucks. Oh. Anyway, Christmas tree shops. Why are you mad? Because I, I need more things now because that opened up a bunch of doors. What do you mean? Like I didn't, I wasn't thinking that way. Like yeah. stuff that started in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. With that's my, not, that's my, I'm, that's my interpretation of the. No, of the, your interpretation's better. Smart. <laughs> with my second pick in this draft, I will be taking John Hamm. Wow, that's oh. a second pick. Yeah, he's he's really important to me. There's not Why? a lot else. In I really like true. Mad Men. Okay, it's actor. over, right? He's a great actor. Yeah, he's very funny and can do great in a drama role and in an action role, as he's proven time and again. So I'm going with John Hamm, and he doesn't wear underpants. Allegedly, sometimes, sometimes. I've uh, seen it. Allegedly, what? there's that picture of him not wearing any underpants. It's not a go. Look it if you want. If you're above eighteen, go look it up. Okay, Jay. It's a serpentine draft, so you get to pick again, bro. Uh, with my third and final pick of the draft, I will be drafting Budweiser beer. Ooh, oh, that's okay. right. Anheuser Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. That's right. That's right. So you don't have to, you don't have to just take the whole Anheuser Busch. Yeah, I'm going to take the whole brewery. Yeah, just all of the not Budweiser. Oh well, man, I, I'm going to take the Bud Heavy. I'm, I'm Bud thinking heavy of so many things. Like I just my Yangling. brain wasn't. Yeah, mm, oldest brewery in America. It yeah. Sure is. Mm. Could say that. I already have a you brewery, prepped so. for this too. I could, but I did like I did more like stuff in Philadelphia instead of I was in my brain was not functioning properly. Go ahead, Catherine. Okay, with my third and final pick in the stuff from your state draft, uh, I am between two things. Uh, and I'm no, I don't want to upset you because you were like, oh, I wasn't even thinking of things that started in my state. I was going to take basketball. Because started in Massachusetts, but that it's not. It has now grown to a point where it's not like Massachusetts's thing. So I'm gonna take Cape Cod chips. Mm, okay, delicious. Anybody? Okay. Ha- people have tried to replicate the kettle cooking. It's just not the same. I, kettle, Cape Cod chips are just the best. They are somehow have figured out how to not have a bunch of air at the top of the bag. Mm-hmm. I would say it's percent wise, it's a lot less than others. There's obviously air in the bag, but you're not getting robbed when you get a bag of Cape Cod chips. They're perfectly greasy and salty. They like the ones that are folded up on themselves, and they look like a little bit like a. <laughs> I love those. The ones that like cause a little bit of pain in your mouth, and you're oh. like, "Ow, ooh, that was sharp, but." It was worth it. <laughs> the blood kind of adds to the flavor. Oh, so I'm like good Cape Cod chips. Thank Cape you. Cape Cod chips. Thank you. All right. And with my third and final pick, and I also realized I was going only Philadelphia and you guys were doing your whole state, which- Well, we talked about that out there. Yeah, the, I know. In the, pre- just, in the prep space. In the prep space. We talked about it in the prep space. I, my prep space. Friendly banter in the prep space. It was the prep space. <sighs> we prepped in the prep space. I'm going to go Philadelphia cream cheese. Okay. Yep. Delicious. Great. That's so great. Yeah. Not just a brand name. It's really from Philadelphia. Uh, Yeah. Cool. So I would give it to you even if it was. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. I really should have been right. <laughs> really should have been writing these down. Did you write these down? So uh, Ashley, uh, with the, Jay had the first pick of mm-hmm. the draft. Jay picked uh, Elio's pizza. E- Emo's Close pizza. enough. Elio's pizza. <laughs> Emo's um, pizza. He also picked uh, the um, John Ham. John Ham. That's right. It was so weird. I just <laughs> forgot. Um, and then he took Anheuser Busch. That's correct. Uh, with the second Feeling pick, really strong. And picks. that's great. I'm happy for you. Uh, I took with my first pick Fenway Park. With my second pick Christmas Tree Shops, and with my third pick Cape Cod Chips. Mm-hmm. And Ashley, with her first pick, took um, the 
thing. Cheesesteaks. Cheesesteaks. And with her second, she took that river thing. Boathouse row. Boathouse row. And with the third, she took Philadelphia cream cheese. Mm -hmm. So why don't you can let us know uh, at all fantasy everything pod on Twitter uh, who won the draft here, who had the best uh, team. And what you would have drafted if you were imitating our pod, imitating someone else's pod with your friends. Can Often we say, can we say things them. still on the table? Like other things, honorable mentions? Oh, yeah. So basketball was one for me. Mm-hmm. New England clam chowder. Oh, yes. Sports teams. But it felt like yeah. we all obviously want to take yeah. our teams and yeah. we didn't want to have to. That's why Fenway Park for me was like a representative of that. Um, um, I was thinking Yingling, obviously. Tasty Cakes. Oh. Reading Terminal Market. What about Water Ice? Ooh, water ice, the rocky steps. Rita's water ice. Wow, you got a lot of honorable mentions. Gritty. Yeah, you got a lot of... I had oh, so gritty. Yeah, how did you not gritty? gritty? Because wow, you're fired. he's very new. <laughs> and I feel I like was, you're fired now. Philadelphia is like, is like history. Actually, it was the first Actually, capital of this country. Actually, I think you're fired. All right, um, well, oh, bye. also invented in Boston or in Massachusetts, birth control. Ooh. I almost took that, but it felt a little bit weird. Like it was maybe crossing a line. Yeah, like John but Hamm. But you're all welcome, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Birth control is the John Hamm of this draft. <laughs> Did you have uh, things you left on the table? Or no, he no, he took everything that St. Louis is known is for. Is there an arch or something? Yeah, I, I, I could have taken the arch. I was thinking about taking the Ozarks or Branson, Missouri. Branson. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's the America's... it's the Broadway of the Midwest. Oh, you're goddamn right, it is. That's right. <laughs> uh, okay, that was a very fun game that didn't make any sense. Um, I think we have time for one more voicemail, but before we do that, this podcast is also brought to you by SeatGeek, and I imagine we haven't sung yet, so yes, we're gonna yes, sing. Yes, yes. Okay, yes, so yes, yes. last week I don't think it made it into the pod, did it, Jay? Well, we talked about my victory song, and. People heard about that and that it would make a great ad read. So it's DuckTales, a woo-woo. That was it the was one? It was DuckTales. <clears throat> and so I don't think we left this in the pod. This is what I was asking. But Ashley, I said to Ashley, I think it would make more sense. That one really only works if you write, if we were to rewrite an ad read to uh, DuckTales. And apparently, I promised off air. <laughs> that was my interpretation. Yes. That, um, that I would do that. And so <laughs> Ashley today was like, I was like, what song are we doing? And she was like, you know, you promised you would rewrite the lyrics uh, for a DuckTales ad read. And I was like, I definitely didn't. And then um, I did. <laughs> Just to please you, Ashley, this because I love you so much. everyone so much joy. We are going to do uh, the SeatGeek ad read to the tune of DuckTales. I want everyone to just note, the two of you, there is no a woo-woo right before the danger part. So let's not be sloppy here. No woo. Let's make sure we don't a woo on that part, okay? Yep, I wrote that Jay's going to definitely do it anyway. Jay's going to just a woo-woo to his heart's content. A woo-woo. Jay, hit me with some music. Here we go. Life is like a hurricane without Seat Geek. Getting tickets elsewhere is just so weak. That's why we need them. No one can beat them. Seat Geek. Woo! Every ticket's guaranteed on Seat Geek. Woo! They grade them based on value here on Seat Geek. All right! concerts comedy and theater or even ticks to something weirder <laughs> what to do just download you some SeatGeek Woo-hoo. get 10 bucks off your first purchase on SeatGeek Woo-hoo. use promo code N-O-L-A-N-O-L-N your new go-to for ticket stuff is SeatGeek Woo-hoo. yay I messed up the last line. 
No, you were perfect. What? Your new go-to for ticket stuff is SeatGeek. But I said it wrong. That's okay. I still feel okay That was actually incredible. Is that everything you wanted? That is so good. Is it everything you needed? So did we ever talk about like, I had a dream about this and this was stuck in my head for an entire day. Just SeatGeek. Woo! Yeah. Just that. Over was it and everything over. you wanted? It was so good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to frame this. I hope I it was everything SeatGeek wanted. <laughs> Again, Geek, that's at all fantasy everything pod. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny that you had a dream because I had a dream that I rewrote a song for you to do when these ad reads. Like I oh, snuck, I surprised I you, you with just, it like, for me. Well, I've done that. Side. That's not a dream. I've done that in real life. <laughs> but I had a dream that I was like, Ashley's had a tough week. I'm going to rewrite an ad read into a song, and it was Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, uh, I'm going to see if I can remember what it was. <laughs> I bet it was uh, terrible because dreams are actually nonsense that we just remember and make coherent in our. Heads, I mean, but they weren't. The Seat Geek DuckTales one was like living. Unbelievable. In a dream. It was so good. Could have been better, but you know, I think it was good. Let's hear that last voicemail, Jay. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. This is Robert in San Diego. And I have had that Heavy D song in my head basically since you sang it on the pod. You're welcome. And I don't really <laughs> want it there, but oh, what can you sorry. Do? I was wondering what song in your guys' head that you don't really want there, but they always end up there. One way or another. Um, don't feel obligated to sing it, Katie. There's plenty of singing on the pod. It is, but <laughs> oh. you do you. All right. Thank you, guys. Love you. Mean it. I've got the answer. Robert had a little bit of snark. Yeah, it was a what did he sassy. say? He was like, don't feel obligated to sing it, Katie. You do plenty of singing on the pod. Like, okay, Robert. Yeah, really. Sorry. Bring me a believer. Yeah, that's, my <laughs> that's the fucking song. Hey, that's in my head all the time, and it's because of our friggin' staff uh, and how much they hate love. Imagine Dragons. They also have been doing like a big semi-sonic closing time. Okay. Oh, that's my fr- that's my runner-up. My runner-up is closing time. <laughs> One, One last, last call, call for alcohol. <laughs> so finish your whiskey. It's ugh. all uh, of them. I have. I'm actually very prone to. They're called earworms, which sounds really disgusting. Yeah, but it's when like a like a song gets stuck in your head, and mm-hmm. like you just keep singing the same part, not even like the whole song, just that yeah. one thing, and it keeps going. Mm-hmm. I get those a lot. Uh, baby shark. Oh God! Everyone's everyone's weekend is ruined. You just ruined everyone's weekend. Why would you do that to us? Mommy shark. Mommy shark. Okay, stop, 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 stop. We have we have a book that has like one of those button books, and you like you push the button, it plays the song. By we, she's talking about her and her baby, not me. I don't own this book where you push a button and it plays the song. I do, but we don't play it together. So it's it's made by like that company, and it has a bunch of like shark interpretations of other songs. So the one that's been stuck in my head for like a couple days is that they did like a. Shark remake of Bingo. Shark so it's like the Herald Angels. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> so it's like there was a baby shark and shark was his name. No, S H A R K. No, S H A R K. S H A R K. And shark was his name. And that has. And thank you. Now you've ruined our lives. Earworms. Jay, did you have another one? Or you just. It's the Bingo song. All right, guys. I think that's it for this week's edition of Sports. What? You made a noise. <laughs> you went, ah! No, I didn't. You sounded like Sonic no, drowning. There's no... Sonic. Oh, ah! The Sonic theme song is another oh. earworm. Okay, that's it for this week's edition of sports. <laughs> uh, shout out to... 
Mayundies. Oh, <laughs> that was the that was the detective. I know. You, it's you, just real. You brought this. It was into very the world. personal. Southern comfort <laughs> and Seat Geek. Woo! That's good, guys. Uh, and a big thanks to you guys for listening now and then again later when you get home and then again later when you're cooking dinner and then again later when you're eating dinner and then again later when maybe dinner you didn't cook the ki- the chicken all the way through so you're starting to feel a little sick and you spend oh. a, a little bit of time in the bathroom it's, then you'll listen to it again then mm-hmm. and then later when you're going to sleep um, and you'll you need something to fall asleep to and then you can just set it so that it's like up next, up next, up next. Just keep putting it in there so that while you're sleeping the work is getting done and the listens are being listened to and then you can do it uh, once again on your <laughs> commute to your work in the morning so how many times is that probably about like eight yeah That's it good. seems like it eight. seems about like eight and i hope you're feeling better from the thing <laughs> from the next time thing. just cut the chicken open make sure it's cooked all the way through before you eat it um or you could always leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast which by the way we read and we love them like this one from kevin teal that says in a world where two women talk about sports there's also jay <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time in a really long time i've liked it <laughs> I love that review. It was beautiful. And lastly, don't forget, you can always... Aretha, some voicemail. Uh, 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Bye. Love you. Mean it. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial-grade enterprise-level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break-in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime, and that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.